designed for that nap, so we have to get another booster. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, so just get a micro four thirds fifty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Get that energy. Uh, All right. Ready? Yep. Coming back in three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King. And as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian. And of course, sitting in control room is our big man, Mike Cards. Doosh. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been pretty crazy. It's lately been in extremely the, in hectic. the Hollywood. Holy shit! After all the shit that was going to go down with the strikes because of bad work environment, this had to happen. This had happened. It finally had to boil over to what was ever. This was literally what everyone was bitching about. Yeah, yes. this was going to happen if the work environment didn't change. And obviously, it seems like they didn't change anything. So for those of you who don't know or who hasn't caught up with recent news, um, there was a recent accident on the film set of Rust Mm -hmm. with actor and executive producer Alec Baldwin. There was a gun discharge where a camera operator, DP, Mm -hmm. was killed and the director who was injured. Yeah. Yes. It was... Oh, my God. It was... So I've been, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to say the word, I dare even, I, I, want, I didn't want to say the word excited, but yeah. I wanted to use it for this particular podcast, but I was following of great interest of this because. Yeah, you really want to talk about yeah, this. I, yeah, I really want to talk because it, it just, it coincided so much with what was going on with strikes, uh, what's uh, been going on with unsafe work conditions that eventually something was bound to happen. And like you said, like it happened on Russ where a, where a DP was killed. Yeah. Uh, and over safety precautions that could have avoided it. They should have been avoided. Easily could have been avoided. But didn't because... They wanted to rush production. They wanted to rush production and corners were cut. Yeah, rush production, budget. I'm not sure if budget had to do something to do with it, but it seems like it at least. Yeah. Push but, that mic a little bit closer to Adrian. But that's... Right there? Okay. Yeah, that's better. If you're... This is something where you do... You should not ever try to rush safety no ever ever like i would rather hold up my film and be three to four months late yeah than to have an accident and then have to pay out so much money Mm -hmm. well i mean it's not even about the the money it's something about you know a life was lost because of a but you know from a studio standpoint yeah yeah. you know life was lost but that's a they're always thinking about the finances in regards yeah. to that. Yeah. You know they are. No, no, yeah, of course. They'll be thinking about who they're, you know, how much they're going to pay out because yeah. there is, I mean, it's unavoidable lawsuit at this point. Yeah, because, you know, when they're working on these productions, they're not thinking automatically about people's safeties. No. no. Yeah, so this is something that should have been, should have been avoided. It's yes. a number crunch yeah. of, of how, much, how much you're spending in one day, mm-hmm. basically. And it was like how much and how much time is going to take for something to be set up uh, that will cut into that day of filming. It's it's the saying of time is money. Yeah. yeah. So what what exactly happened okay. that led up to these events? So there was a number of there was a number of incidents. I don't, I'd rather say incidents, but rather a number of factors that played uh, that just uh, led up to this horrible incident. Yeah. You know. But but to first off, to also indicate that these are 
These are only what we've been, uh, what's been available and what people have found out so far from this investigation with the San Jose from Police News Department. articles, updates, reports, yeah. you know, whatever we get our hands on is we know as much as what everyone else yeah. knows. So, in this, so these are all, this isn't anything official or anything implying that any one specific person did or that should be or should be guilty or should be found guilty, but rather just of what we already know. So first off, we want to talk about is obviously the strike conditions that were that we talked a little bit about last time Mm -hmm. with film crews about safer working conditions, obviously uh, bigger pay, you know, turnarounds Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, offshoots. And one of them, obviously, we were talking about before was safety issues and safety issues regarding, you know, the safety, not only the actors, but also the film crew members. And one of the incidences of what was going on is that uh, the gun that discharged, there should have been simple rules that should have been followed, certain guidelines for something as obvious as handling a weapon. Oh, yeah. 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 Any weapon on set. Yeah. Yeah. And those guidelines were set right after... uh the Brandon Lee incident mm-hmm. on the, the set of The Crow, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers mm-hmm. made a list that, that list of rules that had to be followed when uh, when handling weapons yeah. on set. Um, which, let's see what that, oh, here it goes. Uh, someone certified for the weapon must be present at all times. Makes mm-hmm. sense. So that was the armor. So we had the armor, yeah. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who was present. Mm-hmm. Yes. Firearm must be checked before and after each take. So we found that the the take was checked by Hannah Gutierrez mm-hmm. yeah. and as it should have been. Yeah. So that part was done. Firearms must be cleaned daily. As far as we know, it was done. It was probably it was done. Firearms must be stored securely in a prop master by the prop master when not in use. Now that one was done properly as well. She did state that uh guns and the props were locked away in a safe in the truck during off uh, off hours and during lunch which was done yes. and only a f- very few people had access to unlock the the safe mm-hmm. the only thing that actually wasn't locked up was the ammunition yeah i'm not mm. so i'm not sure if that if that follows the same rules yeah as the weapon where they have to be locked up mm-hmm. well they should be locked up together yeah it's, but I mean, because the rules specifically say the firearm itself. Yeah. yeah. They don't say that the ammunition should be locked with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure if that rule follows, but I'm just following by the actual yeah. rule itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, continue. This is the big one. Loaded guns must never be pointed at anyone. It actually uh, was. Yes. Now, yeah. and when it was pointed, the scene in which was uh, supposed to take place was Alec Baldwin pointing it towards the camera would probably indicate like pointing at somebody yeah. that he's meeting. Probably some sort of like point dramatic of yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dramatic point of view or dramatic meet of dramatic, uh, dramatic draw, yeah. you know, and uh, was pointing towards the camera. Which, if I go down another rule, it's uh, if firearms must be fired directly at the camera, a plexiglass shield must be erected. And Which was they, not they, present. Yeah, they did not do that. that and I feel like that was a budget cut or something that was rushed. That was like like we said, one of the it, safety precautions yes. that should have mm-hmm. been there if it's in the first budget place. Cut, I call this 100% bullshit mm-hmm. simply because I know how much plexiglass costs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cheap. It's very cheap. But come on, they're, they're looking at a spreadsheet. Everything's on the dime, man. If yeah. they can save a nickel, they will. So it, it was probably more of like, what can we shave off? Yeah. That will save I mean, us. Like, what what's worth of plexiglass is not going to kill the production. But I, apparently it was enough for this one to be like, you know what? We need this 
we need this amount of this amount and we can't afford this. So maybe we can shave off a little something, something. Mm-hmm. They looked at numbers, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. They probably yeah. looked at numbers and was like, oh, hey, we need to save $100. Oh, this is $100. Well, let's just scratch that and didn't really check to yeah. see what it is that they were scratching. Or even possible that they forgot to get, they forgot to order one. That's stupid. Last minute. They could have just forgot altogether. Yeah. And they that, just never, I mean, never these things, No, no, these things do happen. That's I mean, it, uh, unfortunately, I don't say this level happened to us, but I mean, it was a small prop. Yeah. We forgot altogether. Yeah. And we had to go scrambling just to go find one. So they could have had basically almost everything they needed to shoot and film with, forgot the plexiglass, and they're like, well, fuck it. We're already here. Let's just keep shooting. But yeah. the next rule, though. Now, that, now go mm-hmm. back up one rule because we skipped one. Yeah. Uh, protective clothing must be worn by everyone nearby when firing blanks. Which was not. Yeah. yeah. Nobody was wearing any protective clothing. Again, it could have been a budget cut thing because. But at that point, you don't think that someone would be like, "Hey, this is this gun is going to be pointed directly at us." Do you think we should wear something? They should have. I mean, or even just set the uh, camera here and then step away. Because we're going from you know a you know like I said, hundred dollar plexiglass to you know three four hundred dollar vest. At that point, you're you're just discussing like a free thought being thrown out the window. At the same time, we got to think about the environment these people are in. You know, they're working in. Hollywood on a film set where almost everything to them is fake. So even yeah. looking at guns, he's worked on so many film sets with so many different types of guns, fake and real. You kind of just getting them to it at some point. Yeah. Also, you're you know you're under the assumption of you know you're, and mm-hmm. you're already under assumption like someone has already performed safety checks for me, so I don't have to worry about it because that's how things should be done. Mm-hmm. So you're already under preconception, like, oh, if they're pointing a gun at me, it has to not be loaded or, you know. Yeah. And the final rule was the only person certified, only the person certified for the weapon or underneath that person, directing supervision, may have, oh, sorry, uh, sorry. May uh, have. May hand a weapon to the actor. So which, someone certified has to hand it, hand it to them. Which was not. It was the assistant director yep. who wasn't AD, certified. Yeah. The AD had yeah. no business whatsoever to hand a gun that he considered cold. Yeah, that the AD called out, didn't he? He called out cold yeah. prop, yeah, like cold, cold gun. gun. Yeah, and he yeah. gave it to Alec Baldwin. Like, and he said that he checked, but not. Yeah, because he said like before, like the firearm had to been checked before and after each take, yeah. but said, it still went off. So obviously they did. There was no proper check done. Now, it was a revolver that it was a 45 revolver. And Mm -hmm. from what he said, when he checked it, quote, quote, checked it, Mm -hmm. he just looked at it and was like, those are dummies and then (sighs) gave it. Yeah. So he was saying like he should have checked better. So, no, he didn't. He didn't. So, so, yeah, he did not check. it. No. But he should have had no business touching it. Yeah, that is true. That is absolutely true. It should not have been his job. To hand Alec Baldwin that gun. And that, that was, should have been the armorer. And what was it that emergency call that you listened to, Adrian? That was like, even we don't know the name of the woman yeah. that, that called. Was was probably someone on set at that moment, but was calling and talking about yeah. how the assistant director is the one pretty much that handed a cold gun. Yeah. yeah for, I mean, or a quote, quote, cold gun, but yes. it was a hot gun. Yeah, but I looked it up and mm-hmm. yeah, what did she say? Uh, Just kind of paraphrase. Yeah, uh, and who was the one who made the who's the one who made the call? They aren't really sure if I remember. The it doesn't say who made the call. Okay, it just says a crew member. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone who was probably present. Yeah, yeah, 
we had two people accidentally shot by a prop gun. We need help immediately. Mm. Then the dispatcher asked if the gun, you know, if the gun was loaded with re- with sorry, real bullets. Yeah, mm-hmm. loaded with the real bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, I don't. She said, I couldn't really tell you. Yeah. Oh which- yes, I don't. I can't tell you that. This fucking AD that yelled at me at lunch. So this fucking AD yelled at me at lunch about asking about revisions. This motherfucker, he's supposed to check the guns. He was responsible for what happened on the set. So fucking the, idiot. God. The, she Christ. said that the AD was the reason for it. Uh, now we can't. Now even though the AD had no business touching the gun whatsoever, yeah. we can't rule out that he was the one technically responsible. Oh for loading it with something where was the armor during all this was taking place now the armor was said to be also be on set as well now the armor being on set who had the after the gun went off Mm -hmm. um film crews uh reportedly heard alec baldwin say multiple times why was i handed a hot gun why was i handed probably like in a hysterical incident like of him himself also being confused as like why the hell was i given a fucking hot gun yeah and whatnot and that the gun was dropped and that hill which was the name of the uh assistant director Mm -hmm. uh david hall or sorry halls david halls Mm -hmm. picked up the gun and handed it to uh hannah gutierrez rees the armorer to check it and that's what she noticed that usually I believe it was mentioned that um, some of the dummies, they have a certain cap on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one didn't. Uh, yeah. This one didn't have the cap. And it was a live round. It was a live round. Yeah. <sighs> it was a lead bullet, as they said, yeah. it, that was retrieved from the director's shoulder. Mm. But the, the fact that there was even a live yeah, round. Yeah. Like, why was with. there? Yeah. Why was there even a live round on the film set to begin with? Now, we don't know for certain, even the armor, Hannah Gutierrez, has no idea how this round found its way on set. Now, we did mention that uh, though the guns and props were locked away in the truck, but the ammunition isn't. Yeah. Or that it wasn't. But it should have been. But it like should have been. That, that, any ammunition on set, whether it was fake or real, yeah. yeah. should have been locked up at all times. It should have been locked up separated because they're saying they're all... They're, they were mixed. Some reports that mm-hmm. they were mixed. Supposedly. Supposedly. Okay, I'm not sure if that's yeah. 100%. Probably like when I'm thinking mixed, I'm thinking like it's all in a box. Yeah. You know, How much? Like, like, whatever. So they recovered live rounds on set, right? They recovered. They found 500 rounds of mixed blanks, dummies, and what appears to be live rounds. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many live rounds there are. 500 is a very broad yeah. spectrum to say yeah. like, oh my God, there was a mixed rounds. That yeah, could be like 500 rounds. Yeah. Like of there live could rounds. be yeah. one dummy, one blank, and then 498. Like, like yeah. no, it, 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 it could have been like 12 rounds. It could have been, you know, could have been 12. It could have been two, could have been three. Could, but we know that the gun itself, that prop that mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin was using was also used in off hours or reportedly used in off hours shooting ranges. Why? Why? That's the biggest thing. Probably for the sake of like, hey, fuck it. Oh, yeah. Let's fuck around, play with the gun. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, why? No. Yeah. No, you take, like they said, it should have been locked up when not in use. That's one of the rules. Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely, it should not be used. Only when it needs to be fired on set in front of a camera. Yes. Keep in mind, it's also talking again that only a very selective few amount of people have access to the prop truck. Yes. So, but even then, okay. Here, here's the thing: when you're using a weapon, even for under, let's say, practice, uh, practice shots or practicing sound shots, mm-hmm. but practice mm-hmm. scenes. Normally, you should still have those rubber guns that are bright orange, bright blue, with the bright tips. No, no, no. no. They make, they make uh, like they, 
they have the feel of the gun itself, mm-hmm. but they're made out of rubber. They're solid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, solid they're just solid, like, yeah, pieces of rubber. Yes. They're, they're just designed like, for a practice. So, you know, from the camera mm-hmm. until you're ready, then yeah. you hand it the real weapon. Now, for this one, he was handed it already practicing what was supposed to be a quick draw. Yes. They should have then the, the rubber gun. Yeah. Should've. Not giving them the actual gun itself. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if the armorer was on set. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't she the one who checked the gun beforehand and personally handed it to Alec? Well, actually, I have one big question I about that. I do not know. What's up? Now, okay, it's a broad term when we say it's on set. Okay. Unfortunately, that's, you know, on set means you're somewhere in the vicinity, but you're not in the front of, you know, near the camera itself. That could be anywhere within, say, she like, say, the entire, like, sound studio. That could be, that whole entire inside sound studio could be on set. Yes. Consider, but it was, technically. A big, it was an empty open field, right? Where they were filming at? It was, so the, the name of the ranch, I forgot the name of the ranch specifically, but it was used in a bunch of, uh, actually, a large amount of Westerns. Tombstone was one of them, but it was also used in the show Bonanza out okay. in Santa Fe. So, I mean, on set could have mean she could have been, you know, a hundred yards away. hundred yards, 200 yards. Yeah. 10 feet, five feet. Yeah. Why wasn't she near the gun when rehearsals were yes. happening? Yeah. That's a big thing. It's, yeah. And another thing I read, which honestly I really didn't like mm-hmm. is what the lawyer said was that she never witnessed anyone. Yes. Five rounds. That's right. She said she right. never witnessed shooting the guns. Yes. Really? That's yeah. what the lawyer said. Never witnessed. But that means you never physically saw someone. Yeah. That doesn't mean you didn't know about it. Yeah. So, but we can't really. Um, yeah, again, unless, it's all speculation. Yes. All speculation. We can't, we can't prove on here on the podcast to, to be like, you know what? She knew 100%. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, you can't, you can't prove what someone knew and yeah. didn't knew without some it sort of that, evidence. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it could be like, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. It's just crazy that like all these safety checks that should have been in place uh-huh. did not occur. No. No. Especially after all the shit that people were having about and griping over the work ethics within yeah. Hollywood yeah. recently. Talking about concerns of safety, like shit like this. Like where people talk about specifically, even with this film's job, Rust, this film project yeah. that... They had to drive long hours to the film site nope. because there was no paid hotel fees or motel. No. Nope. Yeah. I think they said it was something roughly around like 50 miles, 50 <gasps> minutes, something like that. Damn, 50 miles, I 50 think it was. Miles? Even then, yeah. that's- they, or they drew from Albuquerque to Santa Fe. Jeez. Yeah. That's- See, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, all- so you already got a tired, stressed out crew and there was reports of people, the crew walked off set, didn't they? Yeah. That yes. same day. Yeah, same day. That same day. Shit. So what happened is that uh, union workers were asked to either leave willingly or being escorted by security off the set. So half the film crew. So half the film crew had to leave. Had to leave. So you're talking about half a film crew that's known the DP, probably known the armor, you know, known these multiple people for a long time and have worked together for multiple times who have walked off the set. Was there a reason behind all this? Probably because it was going to cost more money. And probably this is still around the time that uh, the strike supposedly made their first deal, Mm -hmm. you know, but film crews already were saying like, no, fuck that deal. Yeah, the deal was bad. The deal was bad on on further on further uh, investigation because I I was like looking at like, oh, yeah, that's a win. But then like 
You actually the, looked at the deal. Yeah, right? I actually looked at the deal and I was like, this is shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is bull. It's like the 10 hour turnaround was definitely the biggest one mm-hmm. that some of them were looking at. Like 10 hours is not enough yeah. after a day. Yeah, you're no. talking about commuting. You're talking about family time. You're talking about, you know, if someone who legitimately had nothing else going on in their life except live, breathe and eat, sleep, film. They'll be okay with they'd that. They'd be okay with that. But I, realistically, I can, okay. no. Yeah, no, I no. can tell you from personal experience, 10 hour days suck ass. <laughs> I've worked 10 hour days for like 13 years. Same. Sucks. I do work yeah. 10 hour days sometimes. Still. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. It sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. It sucks ass. So 10 hour days and the commuting back home to sleep for like six hours and do the whole shit again. Mm-hmm. No, I'd be yeah. pissed too. Yeah. So you had those people that were left willingly and then were replaced with non-union workers. Yeah. Mm. And those non-union workers, I mean, t- t- fuck, what are you, you going to pay them? Yeah. 10 bucks an hour. Probably, nothing. probably, next possibly nothing. nothing. Next to nothing. Next to nothing. So they're probably not going to put as much effort. Effort. That's that, and I mean, I, I mean, this sounds weird, but the idea of like you're going to work with Alec Baldwin, <laughs> you're going to work on a movie. Sometimes that's how they get some of these people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you get to work with a superstar. Yeah, and it's like, oh wow, and then they get drawn it to works. that star power. It works. Yeah. 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 So you have that, so and a possibility of inexperienced people already working with that. But one of the ones that they want to know the most is this Hannah Gutierrez Reed, the the armorer, because she's the daughter of a famous armorer who's been around in the business since like, what, 93? Yes. Who is he? His name is, let me pull it up. Oh my gosh, what was his name? Yeah, his name like, I know. Oh, Thel Reed. There goes, yeah. Thel Reed, T-H-E-L-L. Uh, what, he's Reed. A, what was he armor for? So here's some, he's been an armor and a professional, uh, uh, what was it, like quick draw? He, he's worked with guns for a long time. And some of the famous movies they work with, uh, one was L.A. Confidential, Unhinged, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Django Unchained. Oh, okay. Django Unchained okay. on that one. He 310 a- to Yuma. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And here's the biggest one, Tombstone. Oh, okay. Which Tombstone. was filmed in the same, same in area. In the same area. Okay. So this guy, he's a very, he's, he's uh, already familiar. He's with familiar with a gun yes. and the safety concerns mm-hmm. with it. Which, I mean, if that's her father, I'm assuming that, you know, he, he did pass along, you know. Probably. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. yeah Paul, you you grow up. Knowledge. Yeah. yeah. But I'm okay. I'm sure. I'm not saying I'm sure, but I'm assuming what probably happened was, you know, like so she said, she had safety concerns. Yeah, she did have safety concerns. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, when your boss tells you, "Fuck it," you know, yeah. keep going. Mm-hmm. You say no. You should. I mean, no. You should say no. But she probably has that. You know that the Hollywood mentality was: if I don't do this, I'm never going to work again. She hasn't worked on very many projects. Yeah, I want to say why. less than a handful. Yes, mm-hmm. she's only worked with three. Not even two. a handful. She's worked on two other like projects. two or three. Two now. Yeah. Like, so this was her third one, I think. Right. I, think this, I, think I want to say her second or her third. She's still fresh. Mm. She's still a rookie. Yes, but the idea of saying no to your no, saying someone in Hollywood. Yeah, when you're so so new so to it, so new that it's like you don't want to because yeah. you want to make it. This this is the difference between like being a cameraman or being like you know an AD or PA, yeah. and you know being scared to say no. Yeah. But when you when your job literally puts lives in danger mm-hmm. yeah you have to be able to like step down and put your foot down like no no it's yeah. not happening like a pyrotechnic should know yeah. when to tell a producer no you shut up and you listen to me yeah <laughs> no yes that's that should be that way yeah now mm-hmm. her statement that she released or her lawyer released mm-hmm. unfortunately it sounds more like point, uh, finger pointing since mm-hmm. it's someone else's fault that this happened mm-hmm. she's not 
nowhere to say she takes blame or anything like that. She just like it was, you know, work. She doesn't know how the ammo yeah. got on set. She doesn't know how the ammo on set. She That's, had no, she hadn't witnessed any shooting with the guns. She said she had her safety concerns. She's tell her, she's told the producers yeah. that there were safety concerns. That there was unsafe environment. Sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so far there hasn't been anything in regards to um, anything fessing up or like coming forward of taking a blame not to say that she is to blame also but yeah she could not even be at blame sometimes this could be situations where even the ad was like yeah i know what i'm doing picks up the gun checks it himself and hands it to him yeah you know and was probably had no intention in mm. of it and you know what it, who knows maybe he saw the schedule saw what's supposed to happen and was like oh yeah i can do it yeah and yeah. then she probably didn't even know yeah so she probably didn't react fast enough to to stop him I mean, there's still going to be more information being yeah. released about this. Yeah, I mean, there's when still does this more. happen? This happened just like I'm, less than a week. Yeah. No, no. It's been like, it's been like two weeks. No, it hasn't been that. Yeah, it really? has. Because we, last week was our Halloween episode. And That's before right. That, yes. We, did, we talked about it. Sorry. Mm. And even then I'm it losing, happened like a couple of days beforehand. I'm losing track of time because it's just, there's just so much coming out. It's, it's kind of hard to weed through the bullshitting because you have some news outlets that are like, they're like, oh, Alec Baldwin shot this person, so therefore he's guilty, and or like bring yeah. in like his political views and shit now, into I, it. Like, to me, Alec Baldwin had zero fault. No, I don't say zero fault, but I don't say he had fault. some fault, but, but not, it wasn't on purpose. No, it was eight days ago. Oh, there you go. Aha, yeah, it was I eight it. days ago. It wasn't yeah. two weeks. Ago. It was like about oh, a week you're right, or so. Because we did that. Yeah, yeah. Boom. That was just a week ago. That See, we did that one. No, yeah. Okay, it's because we shoot our episodes on a weekly basis but yeah. oh yeah but we but doubled we up this week yeah yeah we so doubled up like two weeks yeah so yeah i felt like two weeks my bad okay i, I was yeah. like i'm not losing my mind right now like there's no way it was like that <laughs> okay yeah me too i was thinking like okay it doesn't make sense but okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it, you have the ones that are trying to like they're trying okay they're trying to put the blame on Alec baldwin they're trying yeah, to put a lot of yeah. people a lot of people are and he I has, and I get it, you know, an incident happens and you want to put a face to it. Yeah, but it's and not it's that the face you know, and it's the face that you already know you're used to hating. Yeah, and yes. when you bring a political views into it, then it's more like, oh yeah, that's the one yeah. because he voted for so and so. Yeah, you know, so. but it's this is not that case. No, he had no. It was no malicious. There know. was no malicious intent. There was yeah. no purpose of like, oh hey, I'm gonna shoot this ad. No, and that was loaded a, up with a freaking round. If anything, like where it says, like if anything makes it fault, it's literally we, months plot behind. Yeah, which means it's where whoever he paid, whoever he hired on, it's that's where the fault lies. Yeah, is the money trail, not necessarily where this malicious him pointing the gun at, you know, physically pulling the trigger. Now, who would be liable for this? There's so many people. There's, a, there's gonna be a lot of people liable, you, like criminally, criminally. I don't think anyone's gonna be no. criminally charged. Yeah, because I don't think so. Unfortunately, there's no malicious. There's no. It's there's too many hands mm-hmm. in the cookie jar, the cookie I guess. Jar. To, yeah, to really point fingers at like, and hey, it what's was worse, this person and yeah. this person only. And what's worse about the situation was everyone's gonna be pointing fingers. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, everyone's gonna be like, it's because of him, because yes. of her, because of that person. Yeah. But civil, civil lawsuits are gonna be coming up the ass for everyone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, like producers, so executive producers, the armor, armor. That's the, the assistant director. Yeah. Potentially even director himself. Yeah, that's and even right. though he got shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, as well, he could be put. The it's uh, one of things where everyone could be putting lawsuits out. It's going to yeah. be that's the ones just, that are uh, not just the the family for the wrongful death. Yeah, but for the director for getting injured. Yeah, uh, you know, 
the AD for allowing yes mm-hmm. uh, for something to happen like this. The, There's going to be anyone who witnessed what happened on set. Yeah. Yeah. Could sue. It yes. Could, mm-hmm. Or uh, tra- it could. Yeah. It could be for uh, trauma. emotional trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And from what God, I'm you know God, I want to say more like what someone described the detail of it, but I don't want to because I know it's going to be crossing a line of giving a visual mm-hmm. to a loved one who may hear this oh, yeah. and and I don't want to give them that visual. All I know is that yes, it was it was one that I would definitely understand why a person would be traumatized. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Be, you know. So, yeah, there's going to be lawsuits. I think there's going to be lawsuits all around, especially to what was it? Netflix, mm-hmm. the streaming service that, that what, was uh, Netflix the distributor for this film. I believe so. Yeah. Are, do Netflix. They, do they finance it or are they, are they just distributing it? That's it. The one who financed it, I believe it was called uh, a business called Fundit. Mm-hmm. If because I remember that would be right. More liable because distribution is just they put out. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I mean, be- nowadays, a lot of distributors are the main like financers. So, but I'm not sure what they're, if they had the deal where they would pay afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, to buy the project itself after they're done with it, or if this was like an actual deal made beforehand. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It was a Netflix original, like that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Like we don't know if that's the what the contracts were because mm-hmm. a lot of the, unfortunately a lot of these contracts are NDA, so they we're never going to see those things. Yeah. Oh, I almost forgot the gun also had in a closed cabin. The same gun also had two misfires prior to this. <sighs> Really? So, so already that was also so another thing. So this was thing. already news to everyone. This was on already set news that was, there yeah. was problems with that gun. Before the accident right here from a website of Deadline, mm-hmm. before the accident according to multiple sources with direct knowledge of the situation uh oh here da, 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 that included at least one of previous instance, a gun had two misfires in a closed cabin a source told Deadline that just fired loud pops a person was just holding it in their hands and it went off. Oh shit! Jeez. So already there was already stories about you know poor safety concerns, and they were also talking about as well coming back to it, talking about we cited everything from lack of payment for three weeks, mind you, no payment for three weeks, taking our hotels away despite asking for them in our deals, lack of COVID safety, and on top of that, poor gun safety, poor on safety. Period. A member of the camera wrote crew wrote on a private Facebook page after the walkout, they brought in four non-union guys to replace us and tried calling the cops on us. Jeez. That's definitely- now, do you think Do you think this is going to be it? Like, this was the straw that's going to actually cause change. I think this will definitely bring... Because um, this was talk. everyone what everyone was complaining about. Yeah. I think this, this will bring this, light to the matter. Yeah. I think this will definitely bring... This will bring a face to the, to the problem. How about yeah. that? <laughs> I think it'll also bring more talk to the table of negotiations for sure. In regards to like gun safety, I know there's a dramatic bill safety and just in general. Yeah. But I know that there's a dramatic bill that was, that's trying to be pushed right now for like the elimination of authentic guns, like real guns Mm -hmm. for authenticity on sets to be completely banned whatsoever. I don't but I no. don't know if that's going to because that that literally came out like a okay. couple days after. The that's incident. just a distraction from yeah. the actual real problem. That's okay. yeah. Yeah, because, a distraction okay. from the problem. Because a lot of people, problem. okay, I, I've, I, mean, I read a couple of things people complain about how come they just not, not use CGI. Mm-hmm. 
it's very difficult. Yeah. Um, it does not look good. It does not look well. It's just when you're working with, you know, uh, with CGI, there's no way to replicate the exact look of a weapon. Yeah. Or at least the, the fire of a weapon. It always looks really weird. Yeah. And, and even with like the prop or fake gun, sometimes when you use certain lighting, you're just, it's not going to work out sometimes no. and you'll notice. Yeah. Yes. So it's, I mean, it's, and it's one of those things like you could easily use real guns on set when you have the right safety precautions yes. and you have the people who are actually licensed to do the job are present and actually doing their job. Yeah. And not be scrutinized by, you know, by the producer themselves, which means they don't a person apparently like, I guess the best way to describe it is that person who has guns has, is in charge of the guns. Mm -hmm. They say what goes, there's no way around it. Mm -hmm. But the climate of Hollywood is, you know, it, the producers are in charge, no matter, they're in charge of the entire set. So wherever it says goes, mm. and it shouldn't be that way. That's the name of the place. Bond it. Bond it. Bond it, is it? Mm. It's called Bond it Media, Bond it Media Capital. Yeah, so they're they're definitely being liable. They're definitely they're the ones who oh, yeah. be definitely oh, yeah. sued. Yeah. They funded, uh, looks like they funded throughout the pandemic. They're still, looks like they're still kind of recently new. Um, Looks like they've been around. Yeah, looks. Gosh, I'm, I'm looking at their movies and what they funded, and I'm seeing ones only as far back as 2018. Mm. Yeah, so they're still. Okay. Are, are they like a low budget? Uh. And it looks like they also funded a previous Alec Baldwin movie before called. Uh, what is this? The Private Life of a Modern Woman. Mm, I've seen it. I've heard of it. 2017. Nope. So that may have been their first one. 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, but it looks like it might have been indie. So it looks like they've worked with him before and probably just saw his opportunity to just work with him again. Yeah. But yeah. they haven't really funded anything well worth watching. And they definitely funded movies and projects throughout the pandemic. They definitely worked uh, with Bruce Willis a couple times. Uh, they worked with whatever what's his face from uh sons of anarchy he also played the first hellboy ron perlman ron perlman, okay, ron perlman yeah. was that one so okay. they worked with some recognizable faces mm -hmm. and but they did in there it sounds like india yeah a lot of it is indie, yeah yeah so they may have just been like a lot of indie stuff mm. man i just ugh, this there's some serious changes that need to be done yeah and hopefully hopefully this will be the issue necessary to bring forth the changes that need to happen. Like, you, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, it took someone dying. Do you think yeah. that she'll become the martyr for these decisions? I don't know about that. Like, I don't think so. I think I think she, I think her name and her incident is going to be used as an example for negotiations. I, I hope not. I, no, I, I don't neither think, do no, I. I don't think her. I think the production itself. Yeah. The movie itself would be used as a face squirt. Yeah, I feel like that. Like they need someone to hate, and it's gonna be that production and yeah. that yeah. name. It's gonna be basically the next Twilight Zone, the movie. Yeah. Yes. It's gonna be just that. Where yeah. you have that infamous film, everyone's gonna use as an example as oh yeah, you know, you don't pull a rust. Yes. Yeah. Which on if people don't know on the Twilight Zone movie, when did it come out? Nineteen was eighty. <laughs> Keep in mind that this is a, a very, a very graphic incident. Mm -hmm. Yes, that had to occur for them to to make these rules. 
Just other anyone, crewmen. a crew mate, anyone yeah. in danger. Yeah. Uh, but there's, like, I'm, I'm sure. hoping this changes, you know, me too. I really hope. Possible. I really hope this this causes a change that needs to yeah. be. I hope so too. I know. I know there's going to be talks of. I know they want the the president of the current union uh, removed because oh, yeah, he's the one that, that approved deal. of this. Yeah. Bad deal. Yeah. So we're going to see what happens. You know, there's probably going to be more news coming out. We're going to try and follow both as much as we can. Weed out all the bullshit. Mm. Being able to uh, capture the most latest news regarding the incident. But also at the same time with the union strikes, because both I feel like are going to play hand in hand in what's happening. Yeah. So hopefully we'll find out something soon and then we could be able to report a little bit further. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be a closer for tonight's topic. We want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious about your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about the shooting on Rust? Do you think it's Alec Baldwin's fault or do you think that other people are to blame or do you think no one's to blame? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on the Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on an open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash redbandpodcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news. We put out episodes every Friday. For audio listeners, you can find the Red Bad Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and of course, our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And before we exit out, Mike has something to say for you guys. Yes, like you mentioned before, if you have any suggestions in uh, of our open forum, if you have any other current information regarding the incident or any news articles that you want us to kind of follow a little bit more regarding the Alec Baldwin incident that, uh, with Rust, as well as the union strikes with the film crews, let us know down in the comments below. Give us a like and subscribe. And please consider following on our Patreon as well, where we can be able to continue with up-to-date uh, features uh, never before seen clips uh, lost episodes of the podcast as well as receiving special gift promotions with certain subscriptions so if that's something you're interested in please consider liking subscribing and recommending to family and friends hey that was pretty damn smooth and it only go. took 20 podcasts yeah. <laughs> to nail it <laughs> <laughs> alright so please like and subscribe we'll see you next time later taters